1: Hey Nicole. Hey Janine.
0: How's your week been? Uh, it's been okay. You know, I'm sitting here laughing at you like jamming to our intro music. Like every week you're like, yeah, there's the music. <laughs> Oh,
1: if only we could actually it. play real music on our podcast. If we when we become wealthy, let's put that into the atmosphere. When we become wealthy and we can pay the royalties, we can play music, 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 so we can jam maybe at the end of our podcast.
0: But music yeah. like gets me in the mood, you know. You know, when if we ever had an OnlyFans page, this would be our, our theme song. <laughs>
1: You and this OnlyFans, ma'am. It's funny because Ken sent me an article yesterday about um, a New York City uh, paramedic that literally became famous. And she got all of this like publicity because someone outed her for having an OnlyFans. And it actually turned in her favor. She like apparently didn't even know that people knew that she had an OnlyFans. And then she just got like 600 likes randomly. And so she, you know, basically she was using the OnlyFans to support herself. I mean, she lives in New York. She's a paramedic. She, you know, New York is hell of expensive. And yeah, so she was supplementing her income with OnlyFans. And then she was like, but I had to tell my mom. And like, you know, basically the New York Post outed her. I think it was the New York Post, but they outed her. And oh, she had this overwhelming support. Like, hey, She's allowed to have an OnlyFans. She not doing anything wrong. If you don't want to see it, don't subscribe, you know, the whole nine. But you and this OnlyFans, Nicole, I am, we're just too old for OnlyFans. Don't nobody yeah, no. want to see Listen, none of this if you're without clothes on, we, okay?
0: will, we will never, ever have an OnlyFans page. I always joke about that. I just got through joking about an OnlyFans page with a friend of mine who's trying to like figure out like how she can diversify her her income source, right? So she's like, you know what? Since if I became a stripper, would you judge me? I was like, oh, you're gonna have an OnlyFans page? She was like, I, I might. And so um, we joked about that. Obviously she's not going, don't try to go through my friends list to see who's gonna have the OnlyFans page. None of my friends have OnlyFans pages. I would not judge any of them if they did, but uh, none of them do. But no, we will never, oh, that's deep. Nicole and Janine will not have an OnlyFans page. Absolutely not.
1: We will not. We will not support yours either. It's like I'm playing. We don't judge. We really don't judge. And if you have to feed your family, do it the best way that you can. But let me tell you something. Like I always say, I know my limitations. And these dimples are definitely one of them. And guess what? I don't like looking at the dimples. So I'm pretty sure y'all not going to pay a monthly fee to look at these dimples. So let's just imagine that they're there and we don't got to see them. How
0: about that? Sure. <laughs> You'd be surprised what dimples people would look at. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, you're right. Cause you know, it's 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 hard times out here these days. Nicole, how are you yes. feeling?
0: I'm okay. I got the vaccine yesterday. I know <laughs> I okay. got the vaccine yesterday. So um I posted on the Pregnancy Pearl's page and I tagged, oh, that's deep. So if you're listening, go and like my little post. Support me in my, getting my vaccine this week. I will say that um I got it in my right shoulder because I use my right arm more than the left. And I strongly feel when people get vaccinated, they should probably get it in the arm they use most because that will decrease the length of time your arm will remain sore. So I am a little bit more sore today, but it's just, you know, this. I just got the vaccine yesterday. So that's expected. No other side effects. Um, I had a friend that had, a swollen lymph node on her arm. And that's just, you know, your body is creating antibodies. That's why you have swollen lymph nodes. So uh, that's expected as well. I don't know anybody who's had any major reactions um, at all to the vaccine. So we will just see. I did get the Pfizer vaccine. I know the Moderna just came out. So we'll see. What about the
1: next shot that you get? Like, is it over I get, the next shot, get another-
0: I get the next shot in three weeks because um, we have to have two injections three to four weeks apart. So that'll be, um, no, mine is in four weeks. So um, the third week of uh, January is when I'm supposed to go back to get it done. So yet another shot. So um, hopefully this will protect us. And I hope that more of us, me, black and brown people, get the vaccine. Um, or if you're not going to get the vaccine, Please be safe. Meaning, don't go out clubbing. Just saying. Don't do all that extra going out and gathering and doing all this traveling with people when you know you don't have to travel. it's to work, okay. I understand wearing a mask and you have to do what you gotta do. But if it's not, like don't go take taking trips to the beach if you're not, you know, trying to make sure you're being safe. Be safe. Make sure the people you're gonna be around, they are negative. They've quarantined first. Make sure your family that's come for Thanksgiving is negative. So if you're not going to get it, be safe because we're we tired of being stuck. Locked down.
1: We really are. And the truth of the matter is, like, I know that people really don't want to get the vaccine because they're super skeptical. And we've talked about this before. But the truth of the matter is, people are out here dropping like flies. Like, I've never seen such in my life. And let's think about this for a second. All of us got, well, I don't know about all of us, but I know that in order for me to get into school, I had to get the Measles, mumps, and rubella, which I never heard of measles, mumps, or rubella. You know why I've never had or heard of anyone having measles, mumps, and rubella? Is because we got vaccinated for it. So when that vaccine came out, people were probably skeptical about that too. But guess what? Now you I please tell me if you've please write us if you've ever heard of anybody within the last 20 years that has gotten measles, mumps, or rubella and they've had the vaccine. I haven't. So let's think about this in 20 years, hopefully not even 20 years. In the next couple of years, we won't hear of anyone getting COVID because guess why? Everybody will have the vaccine. Let's just try yeah. it and see what happens.
0: Err on the side of caution. I agree. I agree. I did have chickenpox. I do remember getting chickenpox growing up. And that was before everybody got the vaccine. And I remember that calamine lotion. So if you had chicken pox, you remember that thick pink calamine lotion that you had to scratch and then you put in that lotion on top of there. I mean, you were miserable. I probably starved for life. I still remember that. I was probably like seven or eight when that happened. Yeah, but I didn't get measles, months or rubella. Word. I do remember that. And I didn't
1: get the chicken pox or chicken pox vaccine because by the time the vaccine came out, I was too old. So let's cross our fingers that I don't catch the chicken pox.
0: Yeah, let's cross your fingers that you don't catch. You're not going to catch chicken pox. People don't just randomly catch chicken pox no more.
1: Oh, OK, good.
0: Just saying. We're going to pray that nobody catches COVID. That's what we're going to pray about.
1: Word. Because, oh, let me let me tell you about this post. And I told you about this prior to us getting on air. But let me share it with our friends that listen. So I saw an image, and I'm not going to blame it on Texas, but I think it was either Texas or Georgia, because, you know, y'all be wild down in the South. Texas and Georgia, I don't know what y'all doing. You might have a super immune system or whatever, but y'all just be out here like COVID doesn't exist, okay? So I saw this beautiful, what looked like party, and I was waiting to read in the caption that said, throwback Thursday, party from last year, you know, 2017 maybe, who knows, whatever, right? It was literally maybe 50 beautiful black women partying, having a party like it was nothing. And then someone cleverly wrote in the caption, I'm just waiting to see which hospital they going to end up in. And that's the truth, y'all. Like, really? 50 some people? I I get it. We're all tired of being stuck in the house. I understand. But Georgia and Texas, Nicole, get y'all people down there, Please. Stop but they did say wilding. throwback though, right? No, it did not they, say throwback. That's what I was looking uh, for. It did not. It was current. Sorry. I want y'all to stop wilding because guess what? Here's the thing. The same time that you have now, you will have it if you don't catch COVID. You will have it next year. Or you'll have it in a couple of months. There's no rush to be partying. But let's just all try to stay alive, you guys. Let's just all try to stay alive. Because if I get one more text that someone has COVID, that someone is in the hospital, that someone is on a ventilator. I mean, it's you all. I didn't know that half of my friends had this many family members. It's unreal. Let Can we just keep everybody alive? Please, please, guys. We Nicole, I feel like we've been saying this since we started the podcast. We have. And people just <laughs> don't want to listen. I know, I know that you all listen to us. I know that you do. I know. I look at the numbers. You all listen to us, right? So can you just listen to us about this? We promise we're just leading you in the right direction. We're not trying to tell you what to do. We're just trying to make sure that you can be around to listen to us another year.
0: You know, that's interesting. You realize that I feel like we had the podcast for a really long time, but we haven't, right? We just started the podcast in July. We did. Time fast.
1: It does.
0: But in July, we thought, Hey, it's going
1: to be a couple months. Actually no. I thought it was going to be a couple months. Nicole, you said we're not we weren't going to you called it. You said we were not going to be out of this until 2021 and you said mid 2021. That's what you said.
0: Let's hope now. Like with all these people that's like running around and We have a lot of people, only 20% of Black people have expressed interest in this vaccine. And it doesn't matter the socioeconomic status. Even Black doctors don't really want to get this vaccine yet. So um, it'll be interesting to see how everything comes to a head, right? Like either it's going to be like an I Am Legend type situation, or we're going to get over this and move forward. London has a brand new strain that's Perusing their land and they get in shut down for two weeks. So I just and people are what? Rushing to get out of London, right? So they're before they're stuck. So they're coming back over here. Asymptomatic, probably with a new strain of the virus. <laughs> I'm just like, oh huh. Lord, let's brace ourselves. Let's brace ourselves. Let's just stay inside. hold on.
1: A new strain. What does that mean? What does a new strain <laughs> mean? Does that mean that
0: it's that it's Still going to
1: the vaccine is still gonna work on that strain, or we don't know.
0: Probably the new strain, the vaccine is still effective against the new strain. Um, but you know, I don't know if that new strain was tested. You know, it's a new strain. This is just preliminary data. So all I have to say is even if you get the vaccine, you should still be safe. I just want everybody to be as safe as they can. Wash your hands. Don't be around people you don't have to be around, and let's make twenty twenty one great, right? By April, we should be good. Literally, we should be good by that time. I don't know how I feel about April.
1: I think that I want us to stay in until December just to be on the safe side.
0: We are staying in a whole another year. Hopefully, by that time, if everybody does what they have to do,
1: which we know that they won't, it if history is any indicator of the future. We know that these people are not going to stay in and do what they do. And the problem is people like you, Nicole, who work really hard to keep people alive every day. You all are going to be super overwhelmed and we're going to have another influx of this because, like you said, only 20 percent of the people of the African-American people, black and brown people, want to take this vaccine or are interested in taking this vaccine. And the problem with that is. Unfortunately, the numbers aren't really adding up. We have more cases in the black and brown community, but less people who are interested in the vaccine. Now you tell me what that means. That means that you all are going to be overworked. Hospitals are still going to be overrun and people are just going to start dropping like flies. I say let's err on the side of safety and caution and stay in for a little bit more time just to make sure it's gone. I mean, here's the thing. Any other pandemic that we've had, in history from my knowledge and the history books that they've read, which we know that our country is really good at manipulating history, but the history books that I've read, the pandemic lingers for like
0: three years. So let's just make it
1: two. And so that we can just move on from this.
0: Well, I think what it's going to have to happen is they're going to have to shut down um, the country, but I think that's going to happen. And so that's why I say, I think we would be good by April if they actually do that. Otherwise, the business is just going to keep on going out of business because you're going to have a big subset of the population that's scared to go outside. And you got this little population over here that keeps going outside and then going back home and infecting everybody. That's true. So either way. Who knows? Maybe the pandemic
1: will be the death of capitalism.
0: Oh, Lord. What else have you been doing, Johnny, <laughs> this week?
1: Um, I haven't really been doing much. I'm still recovering. And this week has been crazy busy. Yeah, but... I haven't, how do I put this? This week has been more emotionally exhausting than it has been physically exhausting. So, like I said, I just want everybody to stay healthy and stay in the house so we all can just see 2021. God, please, everybody, let's just let's just see 2021. That's all I'm asking. Do the best that you can to take care of yourself, even if it's not COVID. If you have health conditions, And things that you need to address, please address them and don't wait until something happens for you to get sick, for you then to pay attention to it. Be nice to your body. You got to keep this body for the rest of your life. So be nice to it. And by being nice to it, I don't mean feeding it fast food and cake and cookies and junk. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying treat your body like this is where you will house your soul until your soul goes to be with Jesus remember that. Treat your body like that. If you think about this for a second, if you knew that you had to live in the same house for the rest of your life, treat your your body like that house. You would do everything that you could to fix it, make sure that it's maintained, because guess what? You don't have another place to dwell. That's the house that you have to take care of. Take care of your body the same way. I'm just admonishing everybody to do that. And I'm preaching to myself first, but I've learned. So now I want to teach everybody else. I'm evangelizing. Treat your body
0: right. You got everybody looking around their house like, dang, I need to update that kitchen. (laughs) Maybe I should go update that kitchen. Because I'm sitting there like, what do I need to do? What if I'm in this house for the rest of my life? You're right. I need to do some updating. Your body too, though. Get your vaccine. Hey, listen, I have claimed 2021 to be the year of me. You know, there's something about ones that I like. You know, I'm an ace. You know, one, I was first on the line just saying I am a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, which is the first black sorority. I'm just going to claim all these ones. And so 2021 is going to be my year. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get snatched. Whether that's snatched surgically or whether it's on my own, I'm getting snatched. It's going to be my year. And so I can't wait to talk about New Year's resolutions, which I'm sure we're going to talk about next episode. But yes, I'm claiming it. I I do think we should treat our body right. And I do think that we should live our best lives. And as if this is literally your house that you're living in forever. Oh, your fur baby made a cameo. (laughs) Oh,
1: Lord. She just busted in like, Lord, Jesus, have mercy. Honking like a goose. Like you said, if it's your body, you need to update the kitchen. If you need to get a little tweak and twerk here, I'm not mad, but I'm saying take care of yourself, right? Like, don't be updating the kitchen when your foundation is leaky. Let's just, let's just be here with us. Like, let's be real. Let's, let's be more realistic and live in reality as opposed to the faux reality that we've created on social media for so long. Let's live in real reality, Fix your foundation. If that means you need to fix yourself mentally, spiritually, emotionally, whatever that is, fix that, fix your health. And then when you want to get a little, you know, upgrade or, you know, tweaking here and there, then do that. But let's make sure that the foundation is situated first. And let's start off by like, I mean, let's do the basics. Let's drink all of our water. Make sure that we have a a healthy diet, make sure that we exercise, make sure you moisturize and make sure that you just have a general positive attitude. Because let me tell you something. One of the things that we do the most damage to ourselves is that negative self-talk that we have. Let's get rid of all of that. Let's just start afresh and do our best. I'm going to give you all till 2021. okay? the rest of the December, do what you want. January one let's start it off, hit the ground running, make it, make just your right. life the best life that you can have. Okay. Let's just, let's just do that. Cause you know what? We're trying
0: to be, you know, 50 and fabulous. Angela Bassett on. We-
1: Hello, we cannot do that. All broke down and tow up because we decided that we wanted to eat Popeyes and McDonald's every day. That's not food, you all, okay? And we're not saying that we're that Popeyes and McDonald's does not serve as purpose because we understand that there are food deserts and sometimes that's the only thing that people can eat. Let's just try. That's all I'm asking is let's let's try to do our best, okay? Uh,
0: yeah, I, I completely agree. Now, let me just shout out to the the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich just one time. Just saying. Before I ask you what was on your timeline this week, I'm just <laughs> the Popeyes spice. I, listen, and people ask about the last episode. I had so many people saying, "Oh, you guys got endorsements, you know, for these products." I'm like, we did not get endorsements. Like, this is our these are our honest opinions when we talk about stuff on the podcast. Nobody's paying us to talk about it on the podcast. If you want to pay us to talk about something on the podcast, we will accept it. Absolutely. But these, if you these like are it, like though. genuine comments about stuff. Okay. Yes. So nobody's paying me to say anything about the Popeye spicy chicken sandwich or, you know, any of the other products we talked about last week. Um, but if you would like to pay us, we will accept. But shout out to Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich because it's amazing. If you want a cheat day, go try one. Just saying.
1: Just know that when you eat that Popeye's chicken sandwich, you're eating your entire day's worth of calories and sodium in that one sandwich. So make sure that you drink a lot of water. OK, so Johnny, what's on your <laughs> time? Okay, so you know, it's the holiday season, and this one is a little weird this year, right? Like, it all everything just feels weird, right? Like, it feels strange. It no, no one is familiar with this. The last time we had a pandemic was before any of us were alive. So, let's be honest, we don't have anything to base a pandemic holiday off of, and it's just really interesting, right? So I saw this is literally on my timeline. Like everybody's talking about what are they gonna do for the holidays, how it's gonna be different, all of this. Like I can't spend the holidays with my family, so on and so forth. And the year kind of sucks, but there are things for us to be grateful for, and we'd like to, you know, focus on those things. But I saw a tweet from Jamila Jamil and she's most known for a number of things, but she's now currently the host of a game show called the misery index on TBS. But she also has a podcast and it's called I Way, and it's a community that she's built. And it's a community basically to be inclusive, right? And it focuses on our mental health and so on and so forth. But she made a tweet that I should say it resonated with me. And I was like, Hey, and then Nicole confirmed it and said, hey, Janine, we should talk about this uh, episode. So here's the tweet. Excuse the French. We'll bleep it out. But I'm going to read the tweet as it is. I'm sorry if your Christmas is canceled. This will pass. Hold on to the new year. Call whoever you can. Don't let it take you to a dark place because we see holidays as social time. I beg of you sending you love and strength. This is going to end soon. And you know what that reminded me of is that everyone is at a really different place, but we're all at a little bit of a low point at this holiday season. Not because we intentionally are at a low point, but just because that's just how the cookie crumbled this year. While this time of year is traditionally a time where we celebrate life and all the wonderful things that we have and all the wonderful gifts that we're getting and our families and the holidays, it's great. But for some people, the holidays aren't always you know, a joyful occasion. So this is generally the time of year where you slow down from all of the hustle and bustle and you take time to enjoy your life and your loved ones. And this is when you take the time to reflect on all of the things that you're grateful for. But for some, this is not necessarily a wonderful time of year, right? So some people are reflecting on, Some of their shortcomings, some things that they weren't able to accomplish this year. I think a lot of us are reflecting on that. It's 2020 and this is not how we anticipated the year to be. Some people are focusing on family strife, issues that they may be having, financial problems, romantic estrangements. Like, you know, some people went into this pandemic with husband wife, significant other, and midway through realize 24 hours a day with someone isn't necessarily the same person that you thought that they were. So there are a lot of issues that people are facing right now. While all of these things are a natural part of life, it's particularly dismal this year. And that's because on top of what life normally throws at us, we are living in the middle of a pandemic. The emphasis on cheer that this time of year normally brings can can also emphasize all of the negative thoughts and feelings that people are having about this time of year and also, you know, bring up some like sorrow and loneliness because everyone doesn't their life isn't as as cheerful and as happy as we see on the Lifetime movies. Right. This year has been difficult for all of us. As I said, we're in the middle of a global pandemic here in the U.S. We're still in the middle of racial injustice and social unrest, you know, we still have a very divided country, unfortunately, and there are just a lot of struggles. You know, our economy is not doing the best. I hear of evictions left and right, you know, all over, as opposed to us being a little bit sympathetic for the state that our country is in. People are just being very focused on capitalism. And we want to be at a place where we can be cheerful, but at the same time, we have to be very realistic about what we're facing. And I think that this is the time of year where we should take the time to check on one another because while, you know, we've made it through the hustle and bustle of the year, we've had something to focus on. Right. And this time when we slow down, Sometimes we can get in our negative thoughts, and sometimes people can struggle with getting themselves out of those negative thoughts. Especially if they can't be with their family. And to add insult to injury, we know that many of of our loved ones are missing this year. I mean, we can't deny that hundreds of thousands of people have unfortunately lost their lives to this pandemic. So, at a lot of our our family dinner tables even if we are able to assemble together in a safe manner there's somebody missing right and sometimes you know in a lot of cases we're not able to assemble together in a in a family family setting because either You know, we don't want to risk getting mom and dad and grandma sick or, you know, we're not able to travel safely or whatever it may be. But this year people can find themselves alone, Nicole. And this tweet just showed me that they have a saying like, you know, check on your strong friends, too. Right. Like we've made it through this and we've made it through the year and we feel like we've accomplished something by making it through the year but some people are really struggling during this time. And I understand why check on your friends and family members, check on them. And while zoom is great and you should use it so that you can stay connected. There's just something that we have to remember that that human connection is just very, very different. It's interesting because I was talking to my aunt, um, my dad's sister this week, and she said something very profound to me. And she said, She said, You know, Janine, I just realized that I really thrive off of the hugs and kisses from my family members. And I didn't realize how much I thrived off of that until I wasn't able to have it. And I was like, You know what? I'm always the one that's like kicking and screaming, like, Oh, we don't have to go to the family events. Like, I enjoy myself when I'm there, but the process of getting me there is always like pulling teeth. When she said that, I was like, You know what? She's absolutely right. Like, I would pretty much do anything at this point to have like a family get together where we could do, you know, play games and see each other and cook and eat all of those great things. But, you know, unfortunately this year, that's not how 2020 has presented itself. So, you know, in the spirit of 2020, we're going to be safe and we're going to maintain our social distance, but we're going to think about ways to, not only make sure that we're in a good mental space while we go through this pandemic 2020 holiday season, but also check on our loved ones and the ones that we care about and those who may be alone and check on them and make sure that they're okay during this 2020 pandemic holiday season.
0: Well, I totally agree. Um, I definitely agree. I think that this is going to be a unique holiday season because usually we're worried about people, what are they gonna do if they're single during this holiday season, right? Like you just don't have a significant other. Um, You don't have anybody to bring with you to the family gathering um, because you're the single person in the family. But this year, you don't even have that opportunity to do that. It doesn't matter who you're dating at this point because you're at home. And some, if you are single, you're at home literally by yourself. And so you do have to take extra steps and be very creative to make sure that you can see your family. And if you can't safely do that in person, then you do need to find a way to creatively and safely do that virtually. And for our elderly family members, that could be a task trying to make sure they know how to get online and and just even make sure they have access to a computer um, to see you. So yes, we get it. Um, we know that it is going to be, it can be um, somewhat of a lonely Christmas gathering, but there are other ways to connect and you can get to know yourself better and have fun.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that it's like, I've read a couple of articles while, you know, Preparing for this episode, and they were talking about uh seasonal seasonal depression, right? And you know this time of year naturally brings on um you know a different kind of feeling, right? Just outside of a pandemic, people deem as seasonal depression, and I think that this year um the holiday season and us being stuck in the house essentially has kind of illuminated that like, but I think that we need to give ourselves grace, right? Like we've given ourselves grace, um, for, you know, this year has, has brought on depression, whether, you know, be severe or mild, for a lot of people, but give yourself grace. Give yourself the freedom to ask for help, talk to your friends, express what's going on, how you're feeling. And if you need professional help, don't shy away from that, right? Like this has been a traumatic year. No matter what you have gone through, this year has been traumatic. It's very different than anything that we've ever seen before. It's not something that we could have anticipated or expected. This is very, very different. And it's a time to give yourself grace. Make sure that you're not so hard on yourself to say, I set these goals in 2019 and I haven't accomplished them. Look at the things that you have accomplished. I mean, for goodness sakes, you made it through a a global pandemic. You made it, right? By the grace of God, you made it through a global pandemic. Whatever it is that you think that you did not accomplish, let's put that into perspective in comparison to the fact that You're still here and alive and breathing and God has given you another opportunity to accomplish those same goals that you set in 2019. Consider this a reset rather than thinking of all of the negative things. Like I would just like us to be kind to ourselves and stress to people or stress to everyone, including you and I, Nicole, if for whatever reason, like I know, especially as black women, this is something that we do. We're like, you know, we got this. We're just going to make do and we kind of like piece everything together and just put on a strong face and and power through it right like that's something that we inherently do as black women but it's okay to not be okay all the time right like it's okay to not have all the answers and to not be in a good headspace it's okay but what we're asking you to do is make sure that when you feel yourself falling into those dip moments those places where you know it's it's a little darker than you normally are reach out to a friend, email Nicole and I, hit us up on DM us, we'll respond back, whoever it is that you feel comfortable reaching out to or wherever it is that you find peace and happiness, reach out, don't be afraid to ask for help. We don't come to this world as an island unto ourselves and the reason why we make it is because of the community that we create around us. Create a community around you of people that you know love you and care for you. And don't be afraid to reach out to them if you need help, even if you just need somebody to talk to. Like I said, if
0: you email Nicole and I, if you DM us, we'll DM you back. We promise. And, uh, you know, I like that you said that. So the word for the rest of the year is reset. That's our word, reset. I just got through having this conversation with a friend about, She was on social media. I'm telling you, social media is a blessing and a curse because it will have you thinking that everybody's life is just like so perfect and their vision is crystal clear and they've made all these goals and had all these things accomplished and you're just sitting there just enduring the pandemic. And she said, I mean, I, the pandemic is, that's not really an excuse. And I was like, uh, a, yes, it is. <laughs> You've endured the pandemic. Uh, that's enough. And so you can reset. I love that, Janine. Let's reset. reset. We're reset in 2021 and keep it moving. We're going to keep on going forward because this year is not reflective of anything that you did or did not accomplish. If you did great things this year, like we did this podcast, that's great. But guess what? It will be so much better in 2021 because we're just going through the motions in 2020. We're just trying to survive. Absolutely. And we created the podcast so that we can express ourselves during the pandemic. And that's exactly
1: it. Right. And like, let's hold on to hope. I know this this these last like how many days do we have left? I don't know how many days we have left. These last few days of any year is difficult. Right. Like you're trying to figure out you probably spent too much on Christmas. You're looking at the new year, trying to figure out when tax time is coming. It's just a lot of stuff going on. Right. So let's hold on to hope of this new year and realize that when we get to 2021, we can really like press the reset button. And all of this, I mean, this last four years of this administration done all of the issues that came along with it done. Hopefully COVID done all of those things that we are sitting like, how in the world do we get ourselves here in 2021? We are seeing the end in sight. So let's hold on to hope for the new year. And when we get there, let's reset and let's reset in a positive manner. And Nicole, let's think about this. You said you're big into ones, right? 2021, that's the year to start over. It's the beginning. So let's start over at the beginning. And side note, it's our uh, 20th uh, high school reunion. Let's not tell people that. (laughs) It is. Oh, you're right. That just snuck out. Okay, yeah, it is. So it's a whole new chapter of life for us. It and is. let it be a new chapter of life for you too. Here's the thing. You have a blank slate. Make it whatever it is that you want. Whatever it is that you want your life to be. It's a blank slate come January. I'll say January 20th, 2021. It's a blank slate. But
0: start you know what? Day. You can do a blank slate every day. You can start over. You can literally reset every day. And sometimes I have to go through the week and I'm like, "You know what? I'm a reset." I do that all the time when I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm like, "I'm a reset." I'm going to do good this week because next week is Christmas. And when y'all listen to this episode, it'll be the day before Christmas, because I know all of you guys are going to listen to it as soon as it comes out. But yeah, I reset. And so I know next week, next week is my birthday week and it's Christmas. Me and Jesus are celebrating the same birthday. So I'm going to reset come the 28th, reset, and I'm going to do well again. Okay. So that's, that's, hold me to that, Johnny.
1: I'll hold you to it. We resetting and doing well again. But in the meantime, please don't forget you all. I know that it sounds like we're begging for you to email us. That's not it. We want you that if you get in a dark place, reach out to someone, please. And we're here. That's all we're saying is we're here and we love you. We appreciate you. And remember that. And look, we get to celebrate Nicole's birthday with Jesus's birthday.
0: Yay, me and Jesus. All right, Janine, let's talk through some scenarios. Some, of course, that have been posed by our Listeners who are friends of the podcast. Do you want me to go first or you want to go first? Uh, You can go first. Okay. So
1: this letter was sent to us. It says, hi, ladies. Let me apologize in advance because this isn't really a bright and festive kind of letter. I'm not going to prolong the preamble. So here it is. This year has been the worst year that I can remember. Let me just list it out for you. This year began with an unexpected loss of my sister she passed away suddenly in February of a heart attack. Shortly after that, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Then in March, the world shut down because of the pandemic. A few months into chemo and quarantine, my husband of 18 years decided that this was all too much for him. And he filed for a divorce. Not even a month later, my job eliminated my position because of financial struggles due to the pandemic, leaving me uninsured with mounting medical bills. As if all of this wasn't enough, both of my parents contracted COVID in the senior facility and I've been unable to see them for months. I anticipated spending the holiday season with my son, but he decided to spend Christmas with his father since he hasn't seen him since he went off to college. I'm not writing you ladies, To garner sympathy, but rather to put my thoughts on paper because everything just seems a little bit of a blur at this point. Ladies, this will be the first holiday season I've spent solo in my life. And honestly, I'm not really in the festive mood. Do you have any suggestions of what I can do to get through this holiday season in the best spirits possible? Thank you for always being a cathartic outlet, Tanisha.
0: You know... We mentioned this episode and I was like, what do the to do for Christmas? This letter takes on a whole new meaning. I mean, it's just, my God, she's gone through so much with her personal health, her parents' health, the mourning of the loss of her marriage. And now her child is not going to be home. So she can't see her child. Her child's going to go to uh, her her estranged husband's house. It's just a lot. But you know, when people go through that many hurdles, I, I just, I mean, reading it, I almost got up and started shouting, right? Because listen, this, I guess the, the the minister wife of me gonna come out because she's about to have a breakthrough that is just so huge. Because when you're put through something like that, just trying and trying and trying reminds me of the story of Job. Mm -hmm. And so she is going to be blessed 10 times over. And I know this is not the gospel podcast, but going through all the things that she dealt with and is still dealing with, I just can't help but think, just hold on, just hold on, just hold on, just wait for your breakthrough because it's coming. And I know she may not want to hear that because I'm I'm, I'm sure she's like, people tell, oh, you're going to be blessed. People have said that, but I really believe when you're put through something, and you hold steady and you stay strengthened in prayer that you will be blessed for the things that you go through. I really, 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 really do believe that. But in the meantime, she's asking, what can she do? Right. And so what I say is one we need to all learn how to embrace our alone time and i know that she's had a long time but now we have a long time and we're celebrating a holiday so i would first suggest that she don't don't make light of the holiday season like go full all out decorate your house buy yourself gifts to open put up your tree and really like buy things that you want. And I've had to do that this year. Like, you know what? This year I'm gonna buy stuff that I want. I'm gonna wrap them and put them under the tree and I'm gonna open them like it's brand new. Like I don't even know what's under the tree. Like. Oh, look at this purse I just bought myself! Oh, thank you to me. So do that. Like really enjoy the holiday, buy the stuff you want to buy, and then find like really good movies to watch, and get you a bottle rosé or whatever you this is drink of your preference, and have yourself a movie night, and make sure you Skype with your family. But. After you plan your day, you'll probably be so excited about the things that you have in store, the movies that you want to watch or the episodes you want to binge watch on Hulu and the gifts you're going to unwrap. You'll probably be like, golly, I got to go on this virtual Zoom and see this family. Golly. But still, you need to see them. So, you know, talk to people, you know, reach out to them, set up a like virtual happy hour with your friends and have a toast And then enjoy yourself and spend time with yourself and open the gifts that you want. That would be my suggestion. I agree. So one of the things
1: that I saw when I looked at this letter is the things that she has to be grateful for, right? So I get it that, you know, she lost her sister. That's tragic and unfortunate. You know, her parents contracted COVID. Her husband decided that the marriage wasn't what he wanted it to be anymore and so on and so forth. But I just looked at a couple of things. Right. So she said that her parents contracted COVID in the senior living facility. She did not say that her parents passed away. So let's be grateful for the fact that they're still here. They're still alive. They're still alive and they're still breathing. And we are grateful for that. Right. Because a lot of people, especially seniors, don't overcome COVID. So let's be grateful for that. Number one. Right she said that her son is um, spending the time with his father, that he's in college, right? He finished a year of college or a semester of college, right? Like, be grateful that your son is in college and he's doing well. And, you know, we're grateful for that, right? And we're grateful for, even though your husband and you are not together, we're grateful for the fact that you all are successfully co-parenting a grown child, right? And you, you have to be grateful for that, right? And be grateful because a lot of sons don't have relationships with their fathers right a lot of times when marriages end the relationship with the child is you know it suffers and it doesn't seem to be that way right and then she said that she was diagnosed with breast cancer let me tell you something breast cancer is a hard disease right like it's hard on your body it's hard on your mind it's hard it's just very difficult cancer of any kind or illness of any kind is hard but specifically breast cancer because I've seen it happen in my family before, let me tell you something. The fact that you are alive and well and in and, and a mental state to write us this letter and you are in a place where you can acknowledge that you might not be where you want to be, but you are reaching out to say like, hey, this is something I'm confused. Things seem a little weird. Help me. That is something to be grateful for. You are still here and you're still with us and you're still writing us and we are grateful for you. Those are all things to be grateful for. I know it doesn't seem like it. Like Nicole said, it doesn't seem like it right now. And it's hard to hear that, you know, your breakthrough is coming when you're in the midst of the storm. But the truth of the matter is, is there are still things to be grateful for in the midst of the storm that you're going through right now. I'm not going to preach like Nicole says, she's not going to preach, but it's just in us. So just remember and be grateful to God for for all of the things that he has spared you from. Right. All of the things that, yeah, it might not seem so great right now, but it could be worse. It could have been worse. God forbid. You could not have been here to write us this letter. That could be any of us. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. So be grateful. We're grateful that you're here to write us this letter even. Right. Right. But here are some things that I that I thought of that you can do to maybe help yourself through this. Like Nicole said, buy yourself some gifts. But one of the things that that I suggest is, you know, maybe you spend some some social time with friends. Friends that you haven't maybe connected with that you might not have had the chance. You you've had a very difficult year. So I know that when I have a difficult time, I kind of like go in hibernation mode reach out to some of your friends that you might not have uh, been in contact with, right? Um, Also exercise if you can, right? Like one of the things that I know that always, it sounds crazy and I kick and scream when I have to do it. But one of the things that always puts me in a better headspace is exercise, even if it's just for 10 or 15 minutes, just that time. It makes me just feel strong. Like I like it gives me the energy that I just didn't have prior to exercising. Now, I might have to roll myself out of bed and throw my clothes on to get me to that point. But once I've, I'm there, it just give it kind of rejuvenates me. Right. Also, it's the holiday season. I know that we say eat right. Eat as healthy as possible, but give yourself something that you enjoy. You know, they don't call it comfort food for nothing, right? Like I'm not telling you to binge and eat a bunch of junk, but I am telling you that if there is something that you enjoy, allow yourself that freedom to enjoy what you enjoy. It's the time where we have to be appreciative for the little things. And if it means that you want an extra truffle, eat that extra truffle. You want a whole thing of truffle fries? Enjoy that. I'm not saying continue to do it, but eat the truffle fries, girl. But enjoy yourself, right? Also, I don't know where you live. It did not say that in the letter, but get outside and get some fresh air. It's just something about that natural sunlight hitting your skin no matter how cold it is that just gives you an extra boost of energy. Also, talk about your feelings. I know they sound confusing. I know it sounds crazy. I know it seems like no one wants to hear and no one wants to listen. But let me tell you something. When you sit down and have a conversation with someone or one of your friends or even just maybe a neighbor, Zoom, whatever it may be. Who knows? When you sit down and talk to someone, you would be surprised how often you are going through the same thing that someone else is going through. So true. oftentimes we sit and we hold our problems and our issues to ourselves just because, you know, sometimes shame, sometimes embarrassment. Sometimes we're just very private people. But sometimes, you know, God gives you a, a trial and a tribulation so that he can also give you a testimony. And I'm a very firm believer that God doesn't put me through things just because he wants to put me through things. Right. He puts me through things so that I can then share my story of how I overcame that to help somebody else overcome. Coming. So share your story. Share your story. Thank you for sharing your story with us, but share your story with others. This sounds like a a monumental year of difficulty, right? But someone else is going through something that's similar to this, and your story can help them overcome. Also, if need be, seek counseling. We talk about this on the podcast all the time, and we've had a few of our friends who are in the mental health field. We are proponents and advocates for supporting mental health and seeking professional help. If you feel like this is not something that you can handle on your own or something that you can handle by talking to your friends, or even if you feel like it's helping to talk to your friends, we suggest that seeking mental help is always, always a good option. Nicole and I, we're, we are not preachers, but we are very strong in our faith. I would just admonish you to renew your faith, whatever it is that you believe in, whatever higher power it is that you believe in. Nicole and I believe in God, but you might not believe in God. Whatever higher power keeps you moving and keeps keeps things running in your life. Renew your faith. Faith is something that we all are holding on to because we we need to, right? Like, God has literally helped us all get here and helped us all get through this. And He's not going to bring you this far to leave you now. So, I know I wasn't supposed to preach. That's not what this podcast is about. But I just wanted to say to Tanisha, like, you know, I can't imagine how you feel. I cannot imagine how difficult this year must have been for you. The breakthrough is coming. And Tanisha, I want you to write us back in 2021 when you get your blessings from all of this struggle that you've been through. Just write us back and tell us how how amazing your life is. Please, we wanna hear it.
0: Oh, and one thing I would wanna add before we move on to our next letter is, you know, Janine and I reconnected during the pandemic. So I think that- If you don't have family around, if you don't have a husband or a significant other around, um, I really think it is important to connect with your friends or reconnect with people because Johnny and I talk every day now. And it's funny because before April, we didn't talk. We literally did not talk for over a decade. Like we were friends in college. She transferred and got rid of Xavier and then she moved to Temple. And I say to Xavier, and we did not talk after that. And then we reconnected during the pandemic and we space time all the time. We talk all the time. And so it's really important to reconnect with people. Like give you like, man, I used to have that friend back in college. Like, look up on social media and send them a message. Can't hurt. Either they're going to answer it or they're not going to answer it.
1: That's so true. I, and what? who knows that it is how do we reconnect? Oh, we did a brunch, a virtual brunch, right? Like the crazy part is Nicole and I have reconnected. And what many of you probably don't know is Nicole and I still haven't, I mean, we see each other via modern technology, but we have not physically seen each other other in person in decades, literally decades. So, so it, you can reconnect and build meaningful relationships with people, Via via social media, via Zoom, via uh, you know modern via technology, absolutely, and be grateful for that. But Tanisha, I I really really want to hear what this blessing is on the other side of this. Tanisha, Me too. I do.
0: I just need, sometimes I need a good cry and a holla moment. Just absolutely, give us one, absolutely,
1: please give us one. Okay, Nicole, did you have
0: a letter? Yes, mine is definitely, um, she's struggling. She needs some advice. Okay, it says, Nicole and Janine, I love your podcast and think the two of you are real. So I'm asking for real advice. I'm in love with an old friend who recently said he was in love with me too. I've been single now for three years and talking with this friend about his marriage off and on during that time. He has been married for 11 years and recently asked for a divorce after he found out his wife was cheating on him. She's also been verbally and physically abusive during the decade-long marriage. Now it's been four months since he asked for a divorce. At first, he was waiting on an apartment availability, but that date has passed now. I was hoping we would spend Christmas together, but now his plans are to spend Christmas at his house for the benefit of their two kids who are 12 and 17 years old. He promises he's moving out soon after Christmas. Should I demand that he move out now and spend Christmas with me? Why should I have to be alone for Christmas? Please give me some advice.
1: Okay. So this is a lot of unpacking that we have. Yeah, it is. Okay. So I'm going to unpack this in the most in the, the least judgmental way that I possibly can. Um, first, the, the one thing that stuck out to me was demand. And um, I think it said, I don't know, Nicole, read that line again where it says, should I demand that he move out? Should I demand
0: that he move out now and spend Christmas with me? OK, first of all,
1: my husband has a saying. That the only person that he can control is himself.
0: Hmm, That part.
1: And that's something that I have learned since being with my husband. You cannot control anybody except Mm -mm. yourself. You can't control what they do. You can't control how they feel. You can't control how they treat you. You can only control what your response is. To them. And you can either let them into your space or you cannot, right? So it's evident that this person is in your space, but you cannot demand that he does anything. You cannot demand that he leaves. You cannot demand that he gets a divorce. You cannot even demand it let's say that he does leave and get a divorce. Who's to say that he's gonna spend Christmas with you? I mean, ending a marriage, as we've stated, is is hard. And it can also you know, cause people to, you know, go through a grieving period in and of itself, just because the marriage wasn't good. It still means that it's their life, that their life as they know it is changing. So I don't particularly care for that word demand, right? But this is a tricky situation that you've gotten yourself into. Um, Mainly because, you know, divorce and separation, no matter how toxic a relationship might have been. um, And it appears that this, Man and his wife had a very toxic relationship, it's still a loss, right? Because that's how you've spent however many years. That's what you're used to. That's what your life has been. That's how, you know, it doesn't, you don't just snap your fingers and everything is over. That's not how life works, right? You have to readjust and reset and all of that. So the fact that you think that you're going to demand You know, that this all just be over, especially when there was mention of kids, that this all be over so that you can spend Christmas with him. First of all, it sounds extremely selfish to me because you're not taking into consideration that there are children involved. You're not taking into consideration that there's a marriage that that's dissolving. You're not even taking into consideration his feelings. What does he want? I didn't hear you mention anything about how he feels or what he wants. It's a lot right? There are a lot of people involved in this. And the fact that your concern is whether he spends Christmas with you or not, that just seems rather selfish to me. Not to judge you. I understand that you feel like you should have your time too. I get that. I understand that. Those are natural feelings. But I'd like you to take the me hat off for a second and look at the community hat, right? Look at the we hat. There's another woman involved, the wife, There's a a person involved, the husband, who is the one that you would like to spend Christmas with. There are children involved. There are a lot of people involved in this. And just saying, I want to spend Christmas with him just doesn't seem like the way to go. But then again, what is he doing? This seems like there's something in this situation that he's holding on to that is not in the letter, right? Like, why hasn't he left up until this point? Why hasn't he left before Christmas? Why? It said that the relationship was abusive. It said, I mean, there's a, there are a lot of elements to this. I would, I would want to know what is his mental state? Where is he with this process? Because I've seen time and time again where It sounds like the marriage is on the rocks. Right. And people have filed for divorce and people have decided that they wanted to move on. But when it comes to, you know, actually putting action or words into action, it doesn't happen because you know what it is. It's easier to maintain status quo than it is to uproot your life and start over again. It's easier to stay in the same house and try to make it work and try to figure it out because guess what? These demons over here that you have, you know those demons and you know how to handle those demons. And it's hard for people to walk away from their demons. No matter how it seems from the outside looking in, let me tell you something. Husband and wife can fight like cats and dogs. Families can fall apart and guess what? The moment that you jump in, you're the enemy. Because guess what? That husband and wife that fought like cats and dogs and that family that seemed to be so dysfunctional, guess what? They're okay with their dysfunction. They're perfectly okay because they know how to live in their dysfunction. And when you come in thinking like, oh, well, this sounds like such a terrible situation. It sounds like, oh my God, this is so bad. It's bad to you because that's not the dysfunction that you live in. It's not necessarily bad to them because they're used to living in this dysfunction. And you know what's very difficult is to get someone who is used to living in dysfunction out of their dysfunction to live in a functional situation. So, girl, let me tell you something. While I understand that you want to be with your man on Christmas, I also understand that you might not know what you're getting yourself into because that same dysfunction that he's living in right now, you want him to be clear of all of that before you all start whatever union or bond that you all are going to have. But before we even get to that point, is he ready? Is he ready to get out of his dysfunction? Because guess what? When people are ready, you don't have to demand that they get out of something. You don't have to remind them to get out of it. You don't have to tell them that this isn't the situation that they should be in. They leave. When you're tired of getting smacked around and beat up and verbally abused and all kinds of other manipulation in a relationship, guess what you do? You pack your things and you do your best that you can with what you have and you hightail it out of there. When you're ready to be done, you're done. So the whole concept that you have to demand that he be done—I don't think he's done with that. I really don't. That's that's just me. What do you think, Nicole?
0: One, as you were talking, I'm reading back through the letter, and there's a couple things that I'm processing out loud. One, um, she's been single for three years. I hope, sis, you ain't been single for three years, waiting on this man to leave his wife, because what what have you been like? How, why have you been single for three years? Are you dating? Are you literally just conversing with him back and forth? For these three years, like, I would suggest you not wait on any man. I-, I don't care what he said. Unless you have papers that are signed and they've gone through, um, you know, their whole divorce proceedings and process and mediation or whatever you have to do in whatever state you're in, unless those things have happened, you need to act as if you are single. I mean, you need to put yourself out there, date, you know, get on an app, find somebody else. Converse with some other people and not just this person that is emotionally sucking you in because if this has been your friend for a long time, you are emotionally invested in this man because he is considered your quote friend, which is probably why it didn't take long for you to fall for this friend because he's been your friend, you know him, but you also know he's married and you also know he's been in a marriage over a decade and you know that he hasn't left this abusive situation So why are you expecting something different now? My thing is you said that it's been four months since he asked for a divorce. Now reading it first, I didn't think, oh, they're in the house together. But then since at the end, she said he was planning to move out soon. Well, what's he doing? Like you are tolerating the abuse four months. So it's almost like if your husband cheats, right? And you're like, I'm leaving, I'm pissed off, I'm leaving but then you don't leave for four months. Then it's like, wait a minute, you don't almost let half the year go by and you there's no acute event anymore. This is subacute. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have chronic subacute, acute events, right? This is a subacute event. So that's like if you have a stroke and you have a subacute event, like, oh, we see an old infarct in the brain. There's nothing we can do. We just monitor you. We just watch you, right? We can only act in the acute phase. So he didn't leave then. So he's telling you he's not going to leave. Now, if another acute event happens and he decides to leave, that's one thing. But it doesn't seem like he's leaving, sis. He's been there now for four months. And they have kids together. And he's not going to leave. So Christmas is going to come. He's going to stay there for the kids. Then the next thing is going to be Valentine's Day. Oh, I'm going to spend this last Valentine's Day with her. Then after that, you have Easter. Don't give me a break, y'all. Give me a break.
1: Because Valentine's Day, they're going to get back together and be romantically entangled hopefully don't nobody get pregnant I mean this is right. just a downward spiral girl this is a downward spiral for uh, for a heartbreak for you
0: right have you a girl zoom party for Christmas and call it a day don't ever demand some man spend time with you if a man wants to spend time with you they will spend time with you they'll be asking you when is your schedule clear So they can spend time with you. You shouldn't ask a man to spend time with them. Oh, absolutely not. If he wanted to spend time with you and bring you over to meet his family or by now, I mean, four months has passed. Y'all could have been hosting Christmas at the house together. So, um, yeah, no, uh -uh. I'm not for staying around and waiting for something to happen. If you happen to be available when he finally moves on, then okay. But I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait. I would move on. And I would literally put him back in the friend zone. And I know you might say, oh, but I love him. Girl, please. You can put him back in the friend zone. And love Find something else to occupy your time and move on. Because I don't even care what kind of headspace he's in. I don't need to know what he wants to do in his marriage. He's showing you what he wants to do in his marriage. He has not left this woman. You're the side chick to him. I hate to say that. But you're not the friend anymore. You're the side chick because now you both said, oh, I love you. I love you, too. Oh, I'm going to leave. I'm going to be with you. Okay, that's just feeding you lies. So if you want some closure, you can go to him and say, you know, as a friend, I thought you would respect me enough to at least tell me the truth and be honest so that we can remain friends and salvage our friendship. Or you can just assume that you're friends to salvage your friendship and you can move on. He may be a little salty when you don't answer his phone calls or you give him the sho- the cold shoulder, but you got to protect your own feelings because he's trying to protect his own feelings and his kids' feelings and his wife's feelings over here. He's not worried about protecting yours over there. So you have to worry about self right now. You need to have yourself a glass of wine, maybe some spiked eggnog, some good Hallmark movies. There's some good Hallmark movies out there. Great Hallmark movies. Sure, Sit down, watch them, have a Zoom party with your girlfriends, see your family if you can. You need to wear a mask when you go over there to stay safe. And just don't worry about him. I just, I just really want you to worry about yourself. And really don't expect for this man to get out of his marriage for you. And she said that
1: she's single. I would venture to say that, like most of us, if you're single, you probably have been overlooking someone who is probably right under your nose that loves and cares for you and probably adores you because you were so focused on this man. I mean, but I'm, I'm with Nicole. If a man wants to spend time with you, he will. I have seen okay. it. I have seen it. Even if you are the side chick, right? I have seen men move heaven and earth to be with the side chick on Christmas. Yep. On Christmas. This it, it's not, this is it. not it. It's not mm-hmm. it because let me tell you something. I have seen men leave their families on Christmas families that they're not divorcing, right? Leave their families on Christmas to make sure that their side chick has a happy holiday. Now, I'm not condoning it. I'm saying I've seen it. But what I'm saying is when men want to do something, when they want to make you a priority, guess what? They absolutely do. They'll move heaven and earth to make it happen. Girl, you're not his priority. As much as he might be telling you that you're his priority... His actions are saying something different. You ain't it. If somebody it. shows you who they are, let believe it go. Them. Believe exactly what you're seeing. People can say anything. People can make, as Nicole said earlier, social media can make you believe anything. You are not demanding that man spend time with you, that man is staying with his family. Let's be honest. When men want to be out of a marriage, whether they filed for divorce or not, they're not living in the same house together. Girl, bye. Bye. Right, we love and you, and we wish that you have the best holiday season ever. But we hope that it's not with this dude,
0: right? And since you got to know what you bring into the table, like you should not be waiting on any man ever. You are the prize, so you have to say know what. Th- you're say bringing. that again.
1: Say that again, Nicole. Let's rewind. You are the that. prize. You
0: are the prize, so you don't need to wait on a man to validate you. If a man wants you. They will seek time with you. They're going to want to show affection towards you. They're going to want to be with you. They will make room for you. So don't, yeah, this is not it. Reading this, just, yeah, you know, uh-uh. That's I say not move it. on. That's not it, girl. And you know what? The,
1: the one last thing, not to belabor this point, but you know what? You teach people how to treat you, right? Yeah, you do. And- If you start this transition from friendship to relationship out with him putting you on the back burner, you are always going to be on the back burner. Even if you do end up with this man, you will always be on the back burner. Let me tell you something about Janine, right? Janine don't do back burner. Nope. Either I am front and center, like marquee Janine is your focus or I don't want to be with you. That's not how this works. Like, as Nicole said, say that again, Nicole, you are, you the are the prize. prize. Quit Listen. it, girl. Quit it. As long as you got gold between your thighs, you will always be the prize. Stop it. Stop it, girl.
0: <laughs> Just saying. Oh, all right, Janine. What did you learn new this week?
1: Um. So something that I learned new was from net. I've actually found it from netdoctor.co. Um, and it's 11.00. Joyful ways to spend the season solo. Right. So one is refrain from the idea of loneliness. Like just because you're alone does not mean that you have to be lonely Um, Two, connect as much as you can. So like Nicole and I said earlier, whether it be um, via Zoom or FaceTime or whatever modern technology, try to connect with some people, make it special, but different. So we all know that this holiday season is not the same as we stated. So, but you can make it special just because it doesn't look the same or feel the same doesn't mean that it can't be special. And one of the things that I stated earlier is that's also on this list is get some fresh air, go outside, enjoy yourself, let the nature have, have its process. Enjoy the fresh air. Fresh air will give you rejuvenation, um, Listen to your inner voice. If your inner voice is saying that you need help, if your inner voice is saying you need some time, if your inner voice is saying you need to dance around your house naked, listen to your inner voice. Build new social habits. This is not like we've seen before. Our social habits are not going to be the same as they were before. Build new ones. Offer a helping hand. So maybe if you are not going to be around people or you don't have any place to go, maybe you can help at a shelter. Maybe you can help, you know, a food bank, whatever it is. There are many organizations that need help, especially during the holidays. Mask up. Go help out. Um, Create some online connections. So for our friend that we just talked about, maybe you sign up for an online dating profile. Let me tell you something. 2020 has been different. A lot of people don't like "Quote unquote" online dating for whatever reason, turn a new leaf. Try something new. Create an online dating profile, and it, stay in the present moment. Don't think about the past and how amazing the holidays have been before, or or things that you haven't accomplished. Stay in the present moment and enjoy the present moment. Number ten is look for the positives. Look for the things that are positive in your life. Here's the thing: you're alive. You're breathing. In 2020, that's positive in and of itself. And like I mentioned before, the last one is reach out for help if you need to. If you need help, reach out to your friends, your family, your community, your tribe, whatever it is that you call it. Reach out to them if you need help. And if they are not able to help you or you need additional help, feel free to reach out to the professionals. I will post these on our social media. There are 11 joyful ways to spend the season solo. It doesn't have to be bad just because you're by yourself, but reach out for help if you need it.
0: I like those. I especially like that one of them is one of my learn something news. And some people may know my husband and I met on a dating app and that dating app was actually gifted to me (laughs) for Christmas one year. Wow. Um, That is a great gift, and it's inexpensive if you want to buy somebody a six-month subscription. But the Learn Something New is that there are a number of dating sites that offer free or deep holiday discounts, including these top seven sites. Elite Singles, which is for 35 years and over people, which is us, right? That's That's our... Age group, and they focus on um, professionals. So, um, and this is the number one dating app for black singles, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Zeus is for people ages 24 to 50 plus. Our Time is for people over 50. Black People Meet is obviously all African-American people. Match.com is just for everybody that uses a complex algorithm to then match you based on your likes. EHarmony, which is the app that my husband and I met on, also uses an algorithm to match people based on their compatibility scores. And then Plenty of Fish is the last one. And that one is actually free to chat all the time. Um, and, but it is primarily a Canadian dating app, but it's also used in the US. It's now owned by the Match Group, who owns Match.com, OKCupid, and Tinder, which is based in Dallas.
1: Oh, wow. So So you're trying to get people to get their love on during
0: the the solo holiday season. Right. And our friend that wrote us uh, to tell us tell us about how she's waiting for three years for her friend to finally uh, get get out of this marriage. Get you on some dating apps. I mean, listen, some of these will allow you to match for free during the holiday season. And then it's inexpensive to get a subscription afterwards. So maybe one of your other friends will gift you. Uh, a dating service for uh, Christmas. Matter of fact, soon. if you write us, we'll we'll get gi- we'll give we'll do you. it. If you we'll write us, we'll give you the dating. Yeah, app. absolutely, we'll do it.
1: So after we gift her the art, the dating app, we need some motivation for this week.
0: This motivational quote is by Toni Morrison, and it says, "You are your best thing." I absolutely love this quote. Reading it again gave me an aha moment. So you are your own Christmas gift is basically what this means. Embrace all that is special and beautiful about yourself. If you're single, toast to yourself this Christmas. If you celebrate with your family, wear a bow around your waist and arrive with grace and hopefully wearing a mask. Until we meet again, pray, work, slay, and show off your melanated excellence. Bye! Bye oh that's deep black women conversations is produced by nicole lee plenty and janine brunson johnson executive producer ken johnson get the oh that's deep black women conversation podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher google podcast or where you get your podcast please subscribe and rate us You can follow Oh That's Deep Black Women Conversations on IG at Oh That's Deep BWC. Oh That's Deep Black Women Conversations is a mean old lion media production. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.